everybody and welcome to Soccer Rangers in Spain. Yeah, it's going to be one of those podcasts. Hi, I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. Hi, I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. And it. we are <laughs> Just it. That's it. Just that's, the two of that's us. That's Just just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're here. We uh, we we found something kind of interesting that happened uh, apparently about three weeks ago, and uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. We just needed to go and set the record straight. We were the ones that put all the effort in, so damn it, we're just going to go and recap in less than a minute what we said on what was supposed to be episode thirty-five of this season's podcast. Yeah, which we can't find. Got taken down. Yeah. I mean, I can find it, but I'm waiting on appeals for our podcasting service to let it back up because apparently we were reported on one of the Google platforms for something. Yeah. Because there's no details. Yeah, the whole fact was we did talk about the whole uh, Blizzard Hong Kong thing. So, yeah, it can be any of anything related to that on politics. Pretty much. Which I gotta say, I find actually kind of interesting as a whole. So we we recorded that basically the weekend after that all came into play with uh, Grandmaster's uh, competitor and champion Blitzchung making a uh, public appeal for the protesters in Hong Kong during a Hearthstone event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Blizzard going and stripping him of all of his prize winnings, as well as banning him from competitive play for a year, and letting go of the two sportscasters that were interviewing him at the time. Yep. And our basic conclusion as we came through it, looking at the information that was available on the ground at the time, was we're definitely with Blitzchung and the protesters when it comes to China's incursion into uh, Hong Kong. But at the same time, we don't hate Blizzard either. Ultimately, they do have to defend their brand and all that, but we were really disappointed in how they reacted to it. Yes, it did definitely feel like a knee-jerk reaction that was more than what would normally be necessary. Yeah, it it definitely was a very extreme reaction. And yeah, it definitely felt like a knee-jerk. It seemed like, oh shit, we've got this really wholesome community of players and now we're being dragged into a political situation and regardless of the side you find yourself on i do think that there is something to be said about a public event that's being done promoting your brand your products and all that and going and having a situation like that yeah but they definitely they went way too far with their reaction to it yeah yeah, it's one of those things where yeah, often you have those public events and when you're a brand, you go like, yeah, you keep politics out of it. We're here for this and this alone. Uh, they'll have a lot of the closet that say these people don't represent the views or ideologies of anything that we represent or so on and so forth, you know, all that stuff. Um, and when stuff does happen, yeah, they immediately cut. It's like cut the feed and then they go. We'll figure out what happens. But no, yeah, they definitely, like, it felt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, ultimately, that in mind, we we kind of bookended the whole thing with a bit of devil's advocate. Because none of us, like I said, we're happy with what Blizzard did there. But it's not that we don't fully understand at least part of it. The reality is Blizzard cannot go and publish games in China. They can't host their own servers in China. They work with Chinese companies to go and bring that stuff out there internationally. 
there's a lot more going on than just the individuals and the protesters. And mm -hmm. as callous as that sounds, the reality is if they go and lose those contracts, the company will go and disappear overnight. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of money that's tied up in other things. They don't have large stockpiles of money. You know, this concept that these companies are just sitting on all this stuff at any given time isn't really the reality of things. No, it's all just investors and it's yeah, all... Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. It's a shitty situation on all sides. Now, that was basically what we did a couple of weeks ago, which I would say is, with the exception of going and saying the fact that none of us really like China, was honestly pretty neutral to both sides. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought uh, we were very fair. Uh, we may have been, like, like I said, I we talked about China a bit, and it seems they're a little bit more... Uh, communists than they used to be and they're a little bit more of that we did bring that but up they're, they're definitely going back this is much more like the uh the red army back in uh, yeah the era of so. now than it is you know what we were looking at just 10 years ago but that's neither really here nor there in this situation we were talking about blizzard we were talking about their reaction and i thought we were very fair since then a couple of things have changed they have restored blitzchung's prize winnings They've cut the suspension down to six months. And they have started doling out now uh, suspensions to uh, at least one other competitive team that had spoken out afterwards uh, as a result of this. They're uniformly putting in place uh, penalties for this kind of stuff, which I actually think is reasonable. I don't think that that's bad. Because once again, they do have to defend their brand and they do have to go and defend their global image. And they do have the rights to do this stuff. Yep. But the problem I still stand by was they reacted far too quickly and far too harshly to the situation. You know, the first person to go and do this, there's always going to be trouble. And I do think that Blizzard would ultimately be the bad guy in pretty much every situation. Yeah. Because if they do nothing... Then you end up with more people that will go and say things, and sometimes not as reasonable as that. You know, there's always somebody looking to go and get attention, unfortunately. And eventually, if you don't go and have some sort of recourse for going and interjecting politics or those kind of personal opinions into those kind of broadcasts, it will just continue to run out of control, and then eventually they're going to be bad guys because they do put a stop to it at some point. Yeah, and it'll be a pretty extreme then and this is kind of like what would happen with um i am forgetting the name of that game it was a game that recently came out that's like civil uh, like chivalry but it is oh uh mordow yeah yeah of how very toxic and crazy that place is because they're very free and open with a lot of their sensory they don't want to have any sensory on it. yeah they that's just it open. yeah they just <laughs> and the result of it is a lot of racism and sexism and slurs going through that game because there's a lot of beeps and a lot of beeps and a lot of beeps and a lot of beeps in that chat <laughs> yeah because yeah yeah because the yeah. human nature yeah don't need to talk no, about that's that. just it yeah and while that works fine for an indie developer when you're a triple a publisher that has so many top 100 games under your belt, you need to be more protective of it. Like I said, they were going to get screwed one way or another. And yeah, I think that they reacted wrong. I think that the new punishment is much more reasonable. I yeah. appreciate the fact that they are doling it out evenly. And that so far we only have, you know, two competitive groups that have been affected by this. I think actually is a good thing. Um, I still have some problems with the messaging outside of the United States, but I know a lot of that's published by NetEase, the company that they work with uh, in China that hosts all of this stuff. Because the messaging here is definitely very different than what's going on in China, but once again, I don't know where to put any of that stuff. Yeah. It's different cultures, different whatever it's going to say. They're going to have different rules for everything. That's a big thing that like people don't get. Uh a lot of people might be upset. A lot of people will probably be also upset of like, uh, you guys have free speech. Uh, mm -hmm. So free speech in America is like a right before a lot of anything else. You're just allowed to say anything you want because it's for the freedom of speech. Um, 
that's a wholly just American thing. Uh, oh yeah, it, and people don't realize that they go, oh, this is like a world given right. I'm like, no, it's just a single country given right. Um, a lot of other countries will have uh, freedom of speech is an option, uh, but as long as it doesn't, um, well, I guess in, in China it can very easily be. Uh, there really isn't that, and it's if it's against the country, then it's illegal. In Canada, freedom of speech is you get that you have freedom of speech unless it belittles someone else's rights, in which case you're not free to say that. So hate speech and slurs and such like that that belittles other people's freedoms. Thus, it is not free to say. So you, it's a it's a crime to have ethnic slurs here in canada so and i guess in that case we don't really have anything against uh uh against um protesting because we don't really have a whole lot of that so like it's a different it's a different situation different country different everything yeah no there there's there's a lot of subtlety to all of this and yeah ultimately yeah, there is a big difference here because, well, yeah, freedom of speech is definitely a very much an American concept. You know, we, we refer to these things as God-given rights here. And yeah, there are other places that practice very similar philosophies, but ultimately, yes, it is offered by the government and the government has the right to take it away in certain or in certain circumstances. Yeah. And that's the way that most of the world goes and functions, at least mm-hmm. in Western society, whether that be Canada, the UK, France. Okay, France is a little different story altogether. They're, yeah. they're a funny place. Yeah. They're a funny place. Uh, they are, uh, but yes, Europe. Italy, Germany, Greece, yeah, all, all those kind of places. Uh, most of her, most of them still believe in freedom of assembly. You know, you have the right to protest as long as you are not, you know, X, Y, and Z becoming a public threat, uh, yep. nuisance. Yeah, yeah, yep. all the things that there's still restrictions on here in the U.S. It's just getting there is a much more difficult thing to go and argue. <laughs> but yeah, China doesn't believe in any of that stuff. It has become, and I think it largely was with the exception of the build-up from the late 90s into uh the early part of the 2010s uh it's really been that way since the 1950s yeah now ever since the red revolution it has all been about the state the state's rights the leadership over the people and you know the idea of you know uh inclusivity with all of the population but only if the government goes and actually recognizes that part of the population. Not like, yeah. say, the Uyghurs that are being interned and, you know, just disappearing from yeah. China. Yeah, there's, there's, there, there's, there's a whole lot. It's, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Ch- China's a mess. I'm just going to say that. I will keep out of the rest of this. But most countries are right now. I is, There's there's problems all over the world. I'm yeah. not going to argue that. Yeah. We're, we're living in some of the best times ever, and we're living in some of the worst times we ever. Did, yeah, that's part of the conversation. That's the big thing we said in that podcast is like we are living in both one of the best and worst times ever because of all the great things we have right now i talked about how uh as a consumer you can get anything you want very quickly you can watch anything you want there's tons of everything here we have the best quality of life anyone's ever seen with yeah heating power food of any type i could i live in the middle of the prairies i can go get lobster and fish that are from either ocean that just i can just get them that's yeah. the thing it's just it's no, we have that, great lives that that's just it and even around the world we're now producing more food globally than what any of us are able to consume there's still problems in supply lines there's still issues in places like africa but the world is a much better place than it's ever been unfortunately there's always these debates between old ideas and new ideas yeah and very rarely do the two sides ever actually come to the middle and find something. Yeah, people don't like to do that. Yeah, I, I, th- I think history has proven that trying to go and jump to a new idea all at once is a bad idea, and trying to go and stay pigeonholed in old ideas is also a bad idea. Yeah. But I still stand by. We're living in great times. Yeah. We're just going through a really turbulent period. We are. Yeah. Much like that. Blizzard right now. Yes. 
Okay, so that was part of the recap. Now to bring it back to Blizzard. Uh, it's kind of weird. It seems like Blizzard, in the last couple of weeks, uh, it felt like they were backtracking a lot of their stuff and were getting kind of worse and worse. And now, here's a big thing that is kind of bothering me. is mm-hmm. So they've got BlizzCon is going on right now, and people are like really suspecting how BlizzCon is going to go because Blizzard is... Uh, they had a whole thing where they're banning uh, Winnie the Pooh mask because that was a protest item uh, against their uh, the chairman of Xi Jinping. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so those were banned. Um, a lot of then they're using um, Mickey Mouse and uh, also using May as icons for uh, revolution and rebelling. And I even heard talk about uh, little. Ki- uh, Hello Kitty being one of them, and people are just taking all these brand icons and trying to make them synonymous with uh, rebelling in Hong Kong. Um, so it almost felt like things were kind of going further and further down with Blizzard, with my opinions. I don't know if those are the yeah. opinions you've been seeing or not, but um, this is just what I've been seeing in my wheelhouse of... of um, um, knowledge, I guess. Uh, information going towards me because uh, that's another thing we talked about on that last episode was your wheelhouse of and, and social media nowadays your wheelhouse of what you perceive the world could be very different than mine because of what information is being put towards us algorithms because yes. youtube doesn't want you to see anything that they don't want you to see yeah yeah a lot of it's it's weird like everything you're seeing could just be this is some real conspiracy shit right here everything I, you're seeing is maybe constructed in ways so to change your viewpoint of life so but what i've been seeing is like that is like blizzard was getting more and more in the uh doghouse of people not liking them and rebelling against them and then it sort of just died down for me i didn't see it anymore and all of a sudden what do you got to say you gotta say i uh, okay so yeah it's definitely been a um interesting month yeah from where things started, I think on the 7th, if I remember correctly, of October, to where we found ourselves this weekend. Because, understandably, the reaction was swift and hard from the internet as a whole. Yeah. And from civil rights groups with how Blizzard reacted to this. And Blitzchung was definitely made into a bit of a martyr in this situation initially. Not really going to argue the fact that I... You know, once again, think that they were really extreme and definitely seemed like a knee-jerk reaction yeah, what they did initially. As, yeah, like, I, I have to keep going like. back to that because it's more how they reacted than what they actually did. That's that was I the would thing agree that with that. Me. Yeah, it just it felt like very quick. It was like you yeah. already you already he- heard about everything they did before even the event itself was a thing. So yeah, that's that's just it. And just going into how this has changed, so we went from that. And about a week or so later, they started talking more about what happened. They issued this long blog apology where they made the announcement that they were going and restoring the winnings and cutting down the suspension. Uh, But they didn't really go and justify a lot of their thought patterns on the situation initially. That's more come afterwards. And that started up a second firestorm that I don't necessarily think was entirely warranted. Uh... But it definitely still felt very callous. There was no face attached to this going forward. And that definitely hurt things, I think, more so than it was before, even. Uh, Something that's honestly changed it for me a little bit actually comes from uh, Blitzchung and his reaction to what's happened with the drop in the suspension time and the restoration of prize money and all that. He actually has not been anti-Blizzard, which I find kind of interesting. I, kind of, but, like, this is this is a big thing I thought of, too, is, like, that's his job. That's what he does for work. That's his career. And if he wants to be anti-Blizzard, that's literally going against your career path all of a sudden. You being in a career path and then, say, deciding, no, I don't want to be in this career path anymore. Uh, but then that's literally being anti what you're ever in let's say you're a dentist and all of a sudden you're realizing maybe dentists are crooked or the situation is crooked 
and yes, I'm it. against Philip's Sonicare now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, it's it's that's the idea. That's the concept of that. If you like relate it to other, it's a it's because it's a weird. It's it's so a unique job to be in. It's like all if you're a football player. Uh, this, that's a big thing with sports. If you're oh, yeah. uh, if you're an athlete, you're not now you're a football player and you're seeing corruption in your football you don't start going i am now anti-football i hate everything about football i hate everything about the nfl no you're still gonna do it because that's what you do for a living and to stop doing that is completely destroying your life uh not gonna argue that but this is a little bit different though because in that blog post and apparently in the conversations between uh blizzard team members and blitzchung he was encouraged go out on social media do your stuff and he's been very active on his social media in other venues on other streaming platforms with what he's doing it's been very interesting going and seeing that he hasn't been anti-blizzard despite the fact that realistically just with the way that hearthstone works with their metrics and how things are constantly changing just being gone for six months he's done with that it's going to take a lot for him to be able to go and get back into this realistically Oh, oh, So he's wow. al- he's yeah. already in a bad situation because of that. Yeah, no, I, I actually thought this was kind of interesting because another pro player was talking about this and just on how, even if it was just a three-month suspension, with on how quickly things are changing inside of the Hearthstone space, it's incredibly hard for somebody that isn't keeping up with it to be able to reestablish uh, value as well as standing. Yeah. Wow. So, I, yeah. like I said, I, I find it interesting that he's not being anti-Blizzard. He's being very vocal. He's being very honest. And he's even thanked members of the team, not executive management, obviously, but he's even thanked members of the team for how they've responded to him as a result of all of this. And it sounds like a lot of the stuff with the suspension being dropped down actually came from internal strife inside oh, of Blizzard. I can see that. More than it did, even from public uh, outcry, which I do believe still had a part in it. But it seems very clear that Blizzard internally was very split on how the reaction to this came down. Yeah, with a knee-jerk reaction that quickly, you know it didn't go through a bunch of people. It's very easily one person making a decision very quickly. And and I think ultimately that's probably more what this was. I think that—and I would not be surprised if thoughts of China were on their mind— yeah. But I I honestly do not believe that given on how quickly this happened in relation to that, I get the feeling that whatever executive, whether they be Chinese or American based, that decide to go and land down that extreme of a uh, uh, reaction, I think it was probably just a couple of people. They didn't run it by hardly anybody. They did that, and then they spent the next week on damage control just figuring out how do we even word an apology for what we've just done. Yeah. Because at no point have I seen them really defending what they did. It seems to be the exact opposite in every direction. Oh, that what they did was the wrong thing, and they're sort of kind of admitting it? or Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, like they're or, not... They've never... Yeah. They didn't didn't admit it's the wrong thing, or they didn't admit it's the right thing either. So they pretty much admitted the fact that they were not thinking when they did this, (laughs) that this was an extreme overreaction. They're not arguing the fact that they should have done something. And I actually agree with them. Given their terms and conditions, they should have done something. Even the new punishment on there i think might be a little bit extreme but it's at least more in line with what would happen in a different field you know we saw uh in the nfl a couple of years ago the deflate gate scandal and tom brady was uh kept off the field for eight games in total so that was about half the season if you don't go and count the preseason games that were opted instead but that's a long amount of time for especially a well-established quarterback to be out. Same thing for a grandmaster. And I'd make the argument that what Brady did was a uh, much less extreme thing. Because at least that was still in the sport. And there wasn't actually, you know, anything in his contract saying that, you know, hey, you guys have to have the balls at this level. It's just been kind of an unspoken rule. Hmm. I don't know. This, this is one that the more I think about it, it's like... I'm not more on Blizzard's side, but I will go and say I'm much happier with what they've changed this to as a result. 
And yeah, I, I gotta be honest here. I uh, I'm still in a situation where I refuse to go and spend any money uh, with Blizzard right now. I'm still not I'm still not 100% cool with them at this point. I think we still need to see where they go with some other things. There's a lot of other stuff going on, but I will say, seeing uh, uh, Alan Brack, the president of Blizzard Entertainment coming out at BlizzCon and just addressing the controversy straight out and basically coming out and saying we betrayed one of our own core values. Yeah, their their mission statement is in making the world a place that we can all play together and they failed at that. This wasn't something where they were just making excuses. They were directly apologizing for what they put the community through and that they didn't go and speak up when they should have. They didn't justify what they were doing or even seem like they were really fully thinking through what they were doing initially. They allowed uh, bad blood to go and build in the community. They let discourse go and rise as a result of that. And ultimately, yeah, they've lost people as a result of it. Yeah, and it caused a lot of trouble inside of the company with their own employees. So, I don't know. It was a smart PR move, but they didn't need to go and put somebody like him out there. He took full responsibility for what happened. You know, that's something that could very possibly get him fired from the position come next investors meeting. It could. Especially with the way the Activision tends to work. Because <laughs> they're all part of the same group. Yeah, so, that's, I don't know. that's kind I, of the things that does happen with visit like that. That's the whole Japanese business style, where it's just like I resign my running the company because then that's just a way to apologize is by resigning as head, and then yeah, yeah. No, that's just it. It's like eye I, for an eye, people are out for blood, whatever yeah. that means. <laughs> no, it was it was about three minutes of just. We fucked up, and we hope we don't do it again. And I don't know. I, Like I said, I'm not more pro-Blizzard. I'm not anti-Blizzard. I'm just in a very weird middle ground still. Indifferent Blizzard. I don't know if I'd say indifferent, because I'm just on edge with them. It's more Ooh. what it comes down to. On edge Blizzard. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I am not somebody that has, at least me personally... I have not been protesting the games. I still don't like their uh, microtransaction policies. That's always been a thing. Uh, I don't spend money on Overwatch loot boxes. Uh, I'll say it. I still play it. I love the fact that May has become a symbol of the Hong Kong protests. <laughs> I also... Weird compliment here. Um, Blizzard owning the rights to that character... Could have done a lot of things to go and screw with uh, Hong Kong protesters using her image. And so far, they've made no moves against any artists or any protesters that have been using her image and even making money off of this. They're actually putting themselves in kind of a weird position in terms of May's likeness and uh, the position of their trademark on her. It's... I don't know. There, there's a lot of weird things going on with this. It's like, knowing the legal side of this, it's like, Blizzard is either being very nice or they're being very stupid with their property. I thought they did, um, they did, uh, pull the May statue. That's the word I was looking for. The May statue that she had. I believe they, I thought they pulled that, hmm? uh, out of the store. But that I have not seen. Let's have a little look here. Yeah, because I thought that was a big thing. Is the May statue that was uh, in the store was just pulled, and they just stopped having it. But that might just be a coincidence. Might have been. Might just be a coincidence. It might nothing be anything more than that. In which case. Yeah, because at as of uh, let's see here, uh, Sunday the third at seven twenty-five p.m. Uh, she's up there and on sale. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe I saw nothing. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it got pulled and maybe yeah. got put back up. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I'm not 
that that's one of those things I could also see. Yeah, it, did you actually see that it was down? Um, I, or did you just read that it was down? I think I, I know I've read that it was yeah. down. So that's a, okay. that's another thing. Is like I don't know if I looked it up or. Yeah, so I'm not sure, I'm not certain. Yeah, um, it could have been down, or that could just be another false thing that it's like saying, "Oh, this is a thing," but it's just lies, just fake news. Yeah, got a lot of that. It's really tough. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. And yeah, I mean, I once again not defending Blizzard here, but I've definitely seen some falsehoods that have been uh, populated around the internet since this whole thing started. It's like. Yeah. I um yeah. I'm seeing some issues here with a lot of the storytelling. It's just some bad reporting in general. Uh, I was actually on IGN uh, last night. It's part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this. Uh, they were reporting on uh, the Blizzard apology and citing information from sources like Kotaku that had been talking about uh, this and gotten interviews with certain Blizzard staff members going into this whole thing, and. They misquoted the information on the Blitzchung feed situation as being during a Overwatch, uh, or during an Overwatch stream, and it's like, oh, wait, hold, hold on, <laughs> that that was a Hearthstone stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it is just complete incorrect I, information, like, and they're just typing up as quick as they can. Yeah, and I will go and say, like, I've been running into more and more issues with IGN. This used to be a place that had great reporting qualities, but I have been noticing more and more incorrect information coming through that website to the point where I'm almost not even visiting it anymore. Man. Which is really? sad. Oh, God, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's more of the cases of, like, things just that happening and and getting pulled down and just incorrect news articles or not articles that are just uh not being fact checked not being fact checked or just like buzzy buzzy yeah. articles that oh that's definitely true yeah that catch people's attention and then people go oh and then that's mapping and changing people's thought processes maybe it is just it's more conspiracy theories <gasps> people just putting out I, fake news i to hate the opinions. fact that we have to talk this way it's it's more and more, it's crazy how much this is a thing on the internet now of like anyone can put anything on the internet and it's just how much of a problem it is, is you don't know what news is real anymore and people yeah. are just propagating more news to get their side to look better than the other side. Make their, make, it's just constant it, wars. They're, they're just... So many people, it seems like, are just looking for validation that their opinion is correct rather than being factually correct. Yeah. I want to be right. I don't want to be correct. Yeah. I want to be yes, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I want to be right, not correct. Yeah, that's the thing we kept saying. Yeah. Yep. That's, that is what we were saying on the episode that is no longer on the yeah. internet. People just want to be right, not correct. So, yeah. God. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> I know I kind of rambled there for a while, but, yeah. Things have definitely changed. They've evolved. And it seems like in the last week, a lot of the calls of protest have really come down a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, leading into BlitzCon, uh, there have been protesters outside there. They've been handing out, uh, you know, support Hong Kong t-shirts with May's image on there. Once again, just... A surprise that Blizzard isn't at least saying, hey, guys, you can protest, but that's our intellectual property. You can't use that. The fact that they're not doing anything with that, I think, is, number one, very smart on their part, even though it may be compromising long-term for them. But I also think it's just morally right, given the circumstances, for what that's worth. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but Blizzard is being very fair to the protesters at least at the moment we'll see long term this is the thing for me is that i'm worried about what might happen at blizzard depending on what's going on internally the public face of things i'm finding myself less and less upset with as we're going along yeah they've refined their message they've refined what they're doing but i still fear where it could go and that's the reason why I don't want to be as, like, 
uh, guys, let's. You're yeah. you're afraid where it's gonna go because you don't know where it could go, or it's. It, it, I worry about what could happen, and this, I will admit, this is me having fears, almost like a conspiracy theorist, because this is totally conspiracy concerns on my part. That's. But yes, yeah, if no, China, tell me it. Tell me it. I want to hear. Yes, it. I want to hear the juiciness. If if China were to go and just pull the plug or go and threaten to pull the plug with NetEase and go and shut down all of Blizzard's access to most of Asia. That would be so huge and problematic. I could very easily go and see a situation on where Blizzard's upper management just starts shifting everything around to go and appease this massive market that they've largely built their entire profit sharing model on. Oh, that's what concerns me. So you feel like it could uh, very easily, um, yeah, them sell out. Is that the correct words? Sell that, out to China? I don't think that's, uh, that's not the correct. More like kowtow is probably the better way of looking yeah, at it. Yeah, basically that. Uh, yeah, I could see that. It's basically it, if if their investors are mostly Asia, China, they could just change and flip and go. Okay, we'll just fix this either that or they just lose it and then the company goes bankrupt or just lays a lot of people off and yeah. i could see that also being taken negative where the company like goes and lays tons of people off and then people getting mad at blizzard for laying people off well and i gotta say this is another thing that has found me in kind of a weird situation so just for context here I have really, up until Overwatch came out, not been a fan of Blizzard. I've never really enjoyed the Diablo games. I'm not into games like Hearthstone. I just have found very little that I've really been into. I played World of Warcraft when it first came out. I played Warcraft 3 and uh, the original Starcraft. But I can't say that any of those games really speak to me. I have no real stake in Blizzard outside of the amount of time that I spent playing Overwatch. Which to me is just a really easy game that I can jump into, I can play a couple of rounds, and I can get out of. Yeah. It's not even that I'm that connected to the game. I like the characters, but that's not really even saying that much. Because as I've said before, Overwatch, where everything's made up and the story doesn't matter. (laughs) Until Overwatch 2. (laughs) Until Overwatch 2. This is another thing I noticed, is like Overwatch 2 came out, and I saw a lot of clambering for excitement. I I watched the trailer, and I was like, man, I'm excited for it, because it's got story missions now. (gasps) Yeah. But that's the thing, as I saw it, and then all, I don't know if this is algorithms just changing my opinion on things, and people were like all of a sudden... No, it's it's true because there's people that I saw that were mad at Blizzard and were like very vocal about it. Switched and were like, "I'm excited for Overwatch 2. I'm like, literally like two weeks I, ago, you're you're wanting to boycott I, Blizzard and everything about them. Here's the thing that gets me though, because I'll be honest here, some of the people I've seen reacting to this stuff are some of the worst virtue signalers that I've ever seen. Because it's always about them and feeling good. And this is something that is very easy to go and jump on Blizzard and go and bash China. This is a very clear good and bad situation with what's going on in Hong Kong. Like, nobody's really a fan of China on this one. Nope. Even a lot of more fascist states are still like, whoa, China. (laughs) Jesus, man, you gave them autonomy back in 1997. This isn't going to end well for you. Nope. So, yeah, that this is kind of an interesting situation. And I think that a lot of people that don't really care, and I, I hate to be this guy, but be him. Be there are guy. a lot of people. Yeah, I, I am going to be that guy because this is something that actually pisses me off. I've talked at length about what I do with services like uh, Operation Underground Railroad, the Nazarene Fund. I try to save people from slavery around the world. Mm -hmm. I try to focus on the things that are bigger than me and the things I can make a difference on on a regular basis. And then you'll get some people that'll go, you know, that is great. I really appreciate that. But then a lot of people stay silent because it's like, oh, it's just this one guy doing it. But as soon as a celebrity says something, whether it's factual or not, that's offensive at some level, they jump in and they go, oh, these are the worst people ever. You fascists. It's like, 
What? Where did, yeah. where did you come from? Yeah. Yeah. Why is this the thing that upsets you when I know that you have seen these things? I know that you're aware of these things. But it's like, oh, this is something I can go and get more likes on. I can get that dopamine hit from going and having my social media platform back in me. I think it is a huge like, amount of the dopamine hit of, like, just yeah, attention I, and drama. Yeah, that that's just it. I honestly think that a lot of the people that have been bitching about this don't really care. I think that they're just so, her, so stuck in their own headspace that... They just lose track of what actually is going on. It's like, it's easy to be offended at China with this. And you know what? It's good that they're saying something about it. I'm not saying it's not. It's just, I know several people that have switched on a dime. Yeah. Just turned around and are just like, yep, everything's good now. It's like... I see, I see it a lot. Is it, that everything is, is it that everything is good now? Or is it just that you didn't care that much beforehand... And you just went after an easy target. Yeah, almost like it's a fad. Yeah, no, I get you. I've seen that a lot too, and it does bother me. So yeah, it's like people I, are very a hundred, hundred and ten percent going this way, and then they go one eighty on it, and it's just like it's like it never even was a thing. And you're like, wow. Yeah, let 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 me say this to my or let me say this to our audience. Yes, I actually do believe that anybody who has stuck with this podcast long enough to hear what I'm saying right now, thank you. Because clearly you guys actually want to go and have some level of conversation. You want to do good, but you don't always know where to go. And that's, we're not a great information base. We're not. No. But at the same time, I can at least say that we are honest with what we say. We are honest in our opinions and I am not going to endorse something that I don't believe in. And I am not going to say that I am willing to give a company another chance unless I've done my research and made sure that I'm feeling comfortable with what I've gotten. And the reality is, I didn't stop playing Overwatch when this happened. But I did make that the final decision that right now, I am not going to put any money into this. I'm not going to go and put any money into pre-orders for anything. I am not going to throw myself uh, at any loot boxes. And even though I had no intention of playing Hearthstone originally, I'm definitely not going to start now. I don't see it being a problem to use their services that they are offering for free, at least for PC users. You know, they're not getting the kickbacks from uh, Xbox Live or PlayStation Now. Or, what is it, PlayStation Plus? Yeah, yeah. That's the one? PlayStation yeah. Plus, yeah. <laughs> It's like, I'm a subscriber, but I can't remember what the hell it's called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't have a problem with that. But, yeah, as excited as I am for Overwatch 2, and the fact that there's finally a fucking story mode. See, yeah, yeah. I just, I can't throw myself in a pre-order right now, because I honestly want to see what Blizzard does in the near future. You know, there's going to be other people that are Hearthstone players, that are international Overwatch players, that are StarCraft players in China and around that are going to say things. And what happens ultimately as a result of that? When the controversy dies down, they may continue to just go and stay the course and be the at least intellectually curious company that they seem to be at the moment, not where they were a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. If they remain that company, then damn right, I will go and throw my money at Overwatch 2, and I'm sure I'm going to love it because I do love the original game and I love the characters. But if they go dark, if they do go to that conspiracy theory part of my head that I hope they're not, and I don't think they are, then yeah, I will just leave them behind. I'll delete Battle.net and I just won't come back. And that's it. Yeah, I don't think they they are gonna. I don't feel like they're the conspiracy kind of people that are gonna go I, and do some crazy things. I feel like they're. If anything's gonna happen, they do stuff and they'll get funding cut and they might lay off a bunch of people. Yeah. But, well, and that's. Sorry, just because you said that, this is something I meant to bring up last time. Yeah. That, I forgot to, and I think that this is something that also needs to be brought up. Blizzard has been a bit of a punching bag in the last six months. 
they laid off a ton of people in their esports division, people that were uh, largely working on the Overwatch League as well as with some maintenance stuff. Yeah. Uh, I can laid off people from the WoW side of things, and it's like, okay, that got them into a lot of heat in the media cycles. It's like, oh, they just laid off, you know, I think it was 400 employees, which is not a small number, mind you. Nope. But it also did seem that a lot of them were short-term contractors that had been brought in for infrastructure changes and all that, and their contracts were over. Like, it's something that the more I did research on it, the more I found myself like, okay, this is not what I expected to find here. Yeah, it's more like it is like standard practice of just contracts ending and such. I also heard yeah. that the... Yeah, no, I, I, I remember hearing that. It was because uh, they needed a lot of work just because this is setting up the whole thing and that there actually isn't a whole lot of money in tournaments because you got to get a lot of money but you also spend a lot of money, so it sort of breaks even. And the only reason they had so many contractors was just to get it up and running. But after you well, that's just it. get it up they, and running, you don't need those people anymore. And their only reason they built a <laughs> they built a freaking esports arena in Philadelphia for God's sakes. Yeah, yeah. But and that's that's it. And then they after that now they just got to keep it running, which is significantly less amount of people. But yeah, might be more profitable because of that. But like I've heard, well, it it definitely is. But it's like, is there a reason to go and keep people employed just for the sake of keeping them employed, or do you keep them employed because they're a value to the company? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a certain point where you're just employing people and you're just losing money, and you can only go so far with that. We're starting to see that with pension plans around the world, on where there's all these unfunded liabilities that go along with them, and it's like. Oh, yeah, I worked at uh, Pick and Save for three whole weeks and got into the 401k plan. I'm getting as much as everybody else. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a whole nother discussion. Uh, <laughs> if you ever want to get terrified, look into what your pension actually is looking like. It's uh, not going to be great in a few years. <laughs> yeah, what is Canada's got something different. Uh, oh, but we got RSVPs and such. Yeah, I don't know. A little yeah, that, it's, it's all different stuff. It. Yeah, all, all invest in gold it. if you expect a retirement. Honestly, <laughs> yes, invest in gold. Invest in metals. Metals are always going to be valuable. Yeah. Yes, precious metals. They they continue to exist long after your paper currency falls apart. Uh, yeah, yeah. They that millions and thousands of years ago they were valuable. They're valuable today. They're going to be valuable in the future. People just like the look of it and will always think it costs money weird weirdest metal there is gold and it's also really yep. functional too it works in lots of electronics yep so this podcast brought to you by guys that go and pick up gold and resell it to you at a high markup expecting future yields man yeah just buy gold <laughs> just have gold it'll always be worth money even when the economy collapses you go this is a brick of gold and people go shit it's a brick of gold yeah that's just it this is a 50 dollar gold piece from 1941 yeah this would buy you a good suit back then. This will go and buy you a good suit now. <laughs> yep. It's always going to be valuable. Yep, exactly. Anyway, that's not actually financial advice, but... Um, it's my... I, I'm being serious. Go I, buy gold. Well, that... that, well, that <laughs> you think I'm joking? Man, I, Copper, too. No, Aluminum. No, dude. I, I, my safe's got a little bit in there. It's bolted to the floor, but... <laughs> yeah. So, no, it's... Yeah, no, I, I legitimately mean that, but... Um, it's it's there's there's better ways but yeah still who knows it's it's good to be diversified that's my answer that's that's true oh don't don't put your eggs in all in one basket you gotta spread it around a bit yeah yeah no i i've got i've got 20 percent of my retirement portfolio in gold yeah that's not the rest of it's in a whole bunch of other things you can even that i'm not gonna get into (laughs) you can invest it even to double gold there's double gold's a thing you can invest into Mm -hmm. it's a thing so who knows it's this is not an economy co- podcast. We'll have that at a different no, time. No, we're, let, so, let's, let's, we're talking about why, Blizzard. Why don't, yeah, let's yeah, talk about don't. Overwatch 2. They've got yes. a Canadian hero now. About time. Finally. Jesus Christ. That's all I got to say. Man, that's, that's all I've been waiting for. I just, it was just I, like, there's like three Americans in there, and then they have a character for every single other one. I was like, yeah, but Canada's a place too. Okay. So I. What's this that? is going to sound really bad here. So I pre ordered the Overwatch cookbook. When it got announced a few months There's ago. An Overwatch cookbook? 
it's actually got some fun stuff in there. It's not like really good food, but it is like okay, this this is kind of cathartic food to go there. and such. It comical. It food. is, but not not as bad as you'd think. Like I've seen other ones. Uh, like there's a Vault Dwellers cookbook, uh, oh. which is just totally themey stuff, and that's not really great. Uh, the Overwatch one, there's some fun stuff, but there's actually one for a Canadian hero <laughs> that's uh. Wasn't announced at the time of publishing. Snap. Really? Okay. Yeah. What is what is it? Is it like a yeah. like a uh like a poutine? Canadian butter tarts. <gasps> oh butter tarts. Yep. <laughs> oh no one I looked it up. Found them. Yep. Yeah, it's like I couldn't remember what it was. I could run upstairs and grab yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. No, it's it there's some there's some surprisingly good stuff. I actually plan on making a few things from this. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, had it, had I not pre-ordered it uh, a couple of months ago, I don't think I would have it in my hand. Or, well, I don't have it in my hand right now anyway, but I don't think I would own it at this point, given, you know, concerns and whatnot. Not advocating you buy it, but I will say, there's some fun recipes. You know, this. in this day and age, you could probably just, it's a cookbook, so you could find a PDF of it somewhere. Oh, I'm sure somebody's yeah. got it online. There's a World it's of Warcraft somewhere. one. There's an Elder Scrolls one. Fallout one. How are these things? Man. See, this is what I talk about. We live in like a fucking crazy world nowadays where you can go get a Fallout cookbook with just like pork and beans yeah. and brazen deathclaw steak. Just all that. It's just that we live in such a... Oh, Tato soup. Oh, my God. Jesus. I'm just looking things up. I just... Not, but, yeah, yeah, it's... I don't know. It, it, we live in a pretty cool world where we got stuff like that, where I can just have a video game-themed cookbook and make my favorite treats yeah. from a video game about a post-apocalyptic world. No, that's... Yeah, no, we're... We're, we're living yeah. in great times. But, we just have to try not to kill each other. In yeah, <laughs> as what we've always been doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. can't fight human nature. Maybe we should just go and stop pretending to be civil. Just it feels like what the 1950s felt like. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I don't know what else to say, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. That I is just... a way to boycott kind of Blizzard. You, you're still like playing. See, that's another thing. I, I saw, I've had people who want to play overwatch but they felt morally long to play it i was like go play it you do enjoy it you all you're doing is giving them a person on there which in the long term i guess you're giving investors a reason to invest in the company and they'll get money that way because they see that there are people playing the game still but you're not fully giving them your money which is yeah, I, as much as you can do. Yeah, that's just it. I find it different to go and hand them a dollar than it is for them to go and have a data point that they might yep. be able to leverage. But like, yeah, yep. and if that's... you enjoy the game, you're there enjoying it. It's that's all you're doing is punishing yourself as much as you're punishing them. And if you want to sacrifice yourself for that, then it's like, yeah, you can, but you only live one life. Enjoy what you can. And sure, there's some moral parts. Like, there's only so much you can do that. You can only be so morally good. Uh, but then there's other points where you just have to live your life and enjoy things. So if you really... If you're a kind of person who goes like, Oh, Overwatch is bad. Blizzard is bad. I'm not going to play the games. And then you just walk away and forget about them. Or if you're one person who's like feeling like, Oh, yeah. but I really, really enjoy it. And I really want to play it. You're not going to... You just got to get out there and kind of do what you want do your thing so yeah no and that's i i i don't know i got i got in a bit of a fight Ooh, with a friend okay. about this whole thing See the juicy details because yeah it because i basically said you know here's the thing i don't like what they did but at the same time they haven't gone all evil empire either like it's real easy to go and say, and with some accuracy, yes, they are working with the Chinese government. But that doesn't mean that every employee at NetEase is, you know, all about going and taking over Hong Kong and reasserting their dominance over this independent state. This, It's not to go and say that everybody at Blizzard no. feels that way. Ultimately, yeah, what we've seen more than anything else is that people in Blizzard actually were very upset by what happened. Yep. 
you know, the culture of that company is not gone, at least from what everything I've seen is, from all the research that I've done. And it's like, to go and completely cut them off, you're hurting good people as well as bad people. Yes. Yeah. Now, if Blizzard ever came out and said, yep, you know what? We don't give a damn about Hong Kong. We are going 100% in with the Chinese government. And if you don't like it, you can leave. That would be a situation where, yeah, the employees that do have a moral precedent against it, yep. they'll be gone. And at that point, I would cut off absolutely everything, delete everything, go and request that my data be scrubbed from their servers and all that. That's what I would do it in that would situation. Be like a culling, yeah. But that's, yeah, that's just it. But that's not what Blizzard is doing. That's not what it seems Blizzard is. Could they become? Yes, very easily. If the management got shaken up and changed hands, you ended up with a lot of uh, pro-Chinese or pro-communist parties that ended up running the place. Yeah, it could very easily yeah. turn very quickly. But until we get to that point, I don't want to ruin the lives of good people that have given me something I enjoy and something that entertains me. And I'm probably going to just get called, you know, oh, well, you just really want to play this game. And, you know, you're just going to go and do whatever and you'll justify it any way you want. But it's like... You sort of can because everything's gray. Everything has pros and cons to it. And that, that that's just it. It's like I made it clear that I have a line and it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot shorter of a distance in that line than a lot of other people's for when they'll go and drop stuff. And yeah, I just, I can't bring myself to do that at this point because I see this as a situation where a company made a mistake. It was probably profit motivated. Mm -hmm. It was a dramatic overreaction. But the people inside of the company are also the ones yeah. that changed it. I hate to say this, but the internet did not get Blitzchunk his prize money back. It didn't go and get his numbers taken down. That just helped to give voice to the people who ultimately have the ability to go and change something internally. Because Blizzard, this is a small thing. This is going to go away one way or another. They haven't done enough to go and garner widespread no. outrage. They haven't done enough to go and get you know, actual congressional action. They've gotten a couple of congressmen to go and write a letter going and voicing concerns. But ultimately that is not action by itself. Uh, if they do enough to go and warn that or warrant all that stuff, yeah, I'm out. But I just don't see this as being that flash in the pan moment that goes and sets off World War Three. This is not the Archduke Ferdinand moment. That's true. Yeah, no, I see you. Yeah, it's just yeah. A, another drop in the bucket. Yeah, that's hmm. just it. Eventually, it yeah. will overflow unless. I it should say overflow, it could overflow eventually, unless things if things could yeah exactly always yeah. go just, one way or another. That's that's always it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like Blizzard's yeah. that kind of company. They never gave me that persona before. It's that kind of company. It would go down a road like that. But you never know what could happen. But I don't think it will. No. Yeah, but who knows. Ultimately, if I could go and issue a little bit of advice as we close up the controversies and say, I really am hoping that Overwatch 2 ends up being what it's, I want it to be. And that I'll actually be able to play like it. it. Is, and I want to play it already. I got yeah. goops bumps just seeing a trailer for it. I was just like, oh. Oh my god. Just that yeah. cinematic oh. that they did. Leading into the announcement, it's like I actually was kind of crying a little bit because it's like it something did. felt different. It felt like, it's like wait, wait a minute, hold on a second. Is this what all of these other shorts have yeah. culminated yeah. to? Is this what all the events are at? Is is Overwatch Two going to be a game that is all set yeah. in the present instead of doing this weird thing of hopping around and having no continuity and questions over what is canon and what isn't canon and does Tracer actually need the thing to survive or not? I think. <laughs> It it felt very much like Overwatch, the first game, has just been this super long beta game that they've just been playing, and now they're going to come out with a game. 
That's so exactly just like, I Oh, and then, yeah, this game's just like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of lore. Also, there's this game that has nothing to do with any of the lore that you just play that has the characters in it. Uh, yeah. Like a mobile game. Uh, and then the game's going to come out, which is, yeah. I don't know. I That's the thing. Is like, now I'm more, more, there's the weird turn there. I am... Blizzard's kind of like, mm, but they've they've just made a product that's a product made by people that actually care about the game. It feels like because it's something it resonated with me, and so that's the kind of thing. Is like you get this. Who are you supporting? You're supporting Blizzard, uh, or are you supporting the people that made the game, which is a bunch of artists, really? And, so it's like, uh, and you have just rolled into exactly what I wanted to close out with. Ultimately audience encourage i encourage you and your friends when it comes to whether or not you want to go and support blizzard don't make this about the product and whether or not you want to play it or experience it whatever don't make it about what happened in the past make this about i've done my research i feel that this company is something that either i can do business with or i shouldn't don't feel pressured into it. Don't protest for the sake of virtue signaling. You have to care about it if you're going to do things one way or another. Good or bad. If you care about that game and you hope that the company itself won't make the same mistakes twice, I see nothing wrong in giving them a second chance. If you think, nope, they did a wrong thing, this is the culture of the company, and I don't want any part with it, drop it. You have to make that decision ultimately. And I don't begrudge anybody on either side. This is a very complex situation. We just tried to approach it from our own perspectives. Tyler and I did not collaborate on any of this stuff before we started recording. This has all just been freeform yeah. our thoughts. Like it always is. And it's like, it, it really is. Just, this is the way that we feel. And if you feel the same way, great. If not... That's fine. I hope you'll still listen. I hope you'll still enjoy us. Or whatever <laughs> you're listening to this for yeah, if you don't you enjoy us. I think we have funny voices and enjoy make fun Ma of us. Maybe. Maybe. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe turn us up to two times Hear speed just to go voice. and laugh. I'll speak yeah, slowly exactly. to sound normal. But really, thank you guys for listening. I know this has been an hour of us talking about an uncomfortable subject. Again. Especially one that does have some value to us. Because, yeah. Go figure. We like Overwatch. And we've all felt kind of awkward the yeah. last month. Yeah. So, thank you for listening. I hope this helped you a little bit. Whether, you know, in one direction or another. I hope that uh, you guys do whatever you feel is best. And, uh, yeah, in all honesty, in a humble statement to Blizzard, I do hope that you guys have found the right messaging, that you guys have found where your community culture is. And honestly, I, I hope that everything goes well from here and that your upcoming releases with Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 and all the other little things that you're doing end up being a success. I want to believe that you guys as a whole, are good people. Please don't make yeah. me a liar. <laughs> I should say, don't make me a liar. Don't, Please don't yeah. let me down. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Anyway, to you audience, thank you for listening again. Uh, would love to hear your opinions on this. Uh, Soccer Rangers podcast at gmail.com. We do have a Twitter that we basically never update. Uh, we're having fun yeah. on Instagram. Can't say we've got a ton of followers, but we actually enjoy it. And uh, I, I always think that what Tyler oh, comes up with for our uh, for yeah. our promotion images, they're yeah. they're always fun. So check that out if you would. Send us a DM sometime. Yeah. Why not? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be one of the two of us responding on there. We'll always let you know yeah. who it is. If it says yeah. Cole, don't respond. <laughs> no, no, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Anyway. Uh, listen to us on uh, iTunes. Uh, maybe not on Google Play. Because <laughs> uh, that's where we got wow. that hit from on wow. episode 35. That yeah. feels weird to say. You know what? Check us out on uh, maybe Spotify or SoundCloud. or uh, Stitcher has been really yeah, popular to us, any actually. Place you can so. find 
podcasts and then yeah yeah well, where, wherever free podcasts yeah. are sold uh tell your friends go if, there if you think this is something you like tell your friends about it rate comment all those things yeah, just, exactly just all the things yes yes help us make the world a little bit less aggravating a place thank you very much everybody Bye. have a great night Bye.